Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Hey, thanks for joining us today on our Faith Baptist Church podcast. This morning I want to talk to you about this great faith of ours. Not great faith like, well, woman, great is thy faith, but just how amazing and how wonderful it is to enjoy the faith. Over in the book of Jude, it says that we should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Now, we're commanded to contend for that faith, so it's not going to be easy. There'll be things constantly trying to de deter our faith, discourage us from our faith, and get us to abandon our faith, but this faith of ours is amazing. Uh, this faith of ours is, is beyond words. The faith, this sum of our beliefs, this, um, this compiling of biblical values and commands, this faith of ours is unbelievable in every way, designed by the Creator, passed down uh, via the, the perfect Word of God, the faith preserved and protected throughout the ages. This faith once delivered to the saints, it is precious beyond words. It is powerful. It's a great faith. And I want to just give you a couple of quick comments about this to earnestly contend for the faith, but how great our faith is. Number one, our faith explains a great need. The faith, the belief that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, lived 33 sinless years, died for our sins, paid for our sins, paid the sin debt for all humanity, rose from the dead three days later, went up to heaven to prepare a place for us, that he's coming again to receive us to himself, that we will live and reign and rule with Christ for a thousand years in his earthly reign and then into an eternal kingdom. That faith, that it's a great faith. And, and because of that, there's a great need. The world is lost. Not just a few people, but every person that breathes a breath in every part of the world, they're lost. And our churches, that gospel preaching churches I'm speaking of, of course, we are limited most often by a lack of funds and a lack of manpower, money and manpower. There are needs, great needs, in every little corner of South America, Africa, across Southeast Asia, throughout Europe. The needs are phenomenal. Because this great faith of ours is the only faith. And boy, people get offended by that, but that's what the Word of God says. Either throw the Bible out or believe it. And, and there are needs. Now, in our church, we've got needs. We're not even doing anything special right now. And our building is full. We need a bigger building. We need more buses. Uh, one time we had 10 bus routes running because of all the mess the EPA caused in California. Um, we've got just a couple of buses, a couple of shuttles. We need, we need more buses. We need more bus drivers and bus workers. And so there we have. What do we need? We need money and manpower. But it's not just us. It's the churches in Canada. It's the churches in, in um, Yugoslavia. It's the churches in South Korea. And every church. And, the, and these churches have needs because their country needs the gospel. So there's a great need. Uh, each church has its own needs, but the reason the church have needs is because we're trying to reach the world. We can sit back 
and, and go to heaven without ever winning another soul, never going to another rest home or jail or running another bus. We could kick back and enjoy vacations and take our tithe money and spend it on nicer cars or clothes or, you know, cruises with our kids. But there's a great need. The world needs us. And secondly, our faith, this faith we're to contend for, assures us of a great and effectual door. God offers us so many opportunities. I mean, they are limitless. Teaching our children in our children's ministries, witnessing to a neighbor, bringing the gospel to a jailer, a rest home, and then our bus ministry, our Sunday school ministry. But then you consider going across the world to mission fields and um, bringing the gospel to little villages, to big cities, bringing Bibles, cities that, that don't have Bibles, churches where there are a few Bibles even in the whole church, there is a great and effectual door. This door is open and it will work. And our faith is great because the world not only needs what we have, we can get to the world. And if we have enough money and manpower, we can get to this world with the wonderful news of salvation and the free gift of eternal life. Our faith number three is great because it requires some great contention. When Jude wrote to earnestly contend for the faith, he, he said it because it's true. You're going, to be at, you're going to be at war. You're going to fight with your own flesh. You're going to fight with the devil. You're going to fight with a corrupt world. Satan's always trying to hinder the work of God, to cripple the work of God, to slander and, uh, and um, defame the word of God and, and the church and the people who love it. Um, never be surprised by the enemy showing up in various forms trying to hinder the work of the gospel. You that are trying to serve God and do right, you're going to have to contend. You're going to have to earnestly contend for that faith. Um, and so our, our, great, our faith um, promises us great power that's available. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. God doesn't send us to carry this great faith uh, through these great and effectual doors um, and fight the great contention. He doesn't ask us to do it on, his own, on our own. He says, I'll go with you. He says, lo, I'm with you always. He'll go with you. He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Um, this faith of ours promises us the great presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lo, I'm with you always. He's going to be with you. You've got the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Son of God. We've got a great this is a great faith. Earnestly contend for the faith because you will go in the power of the Spirit and in the presence of the Son. Could it get any better? And then our great faith, what a great Savior that we're going to see when he comes again. What a great Savior. Why do we do what we do? Because one day we'll fall before his throne. One day Jesus will stand there, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world, will cry out, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and glory and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And, and the multitudes will be crying out in praise and worship to God. Now this, this great faith we have, it's precious, it's powerful, it's uh, productive, it's perfect. Now we that are handling it aren't perfect, but what we're handling is perfect. And I just want you to know this is no sideline, this is no cheap well, I don't have anything to do. I'll go to church now and then. No, this thing, the, the, the faith once delivered to the saints it is the greatest thing on the planet. And if I today were invited 
to be the vice president of the United States under a president I greatly admired, which we don't have right now. But if it happened, I'd think unless I can preach all over, all over the Capitol building, I just don't see me doing that. Because my faith and the great privilege I have had these 40 plus years to preach his book is the greatest honor, the greatest privilege. But every, every man and woman and child in our church that carries a gospel track or witnesses to a friend, they're all partakers of that same great faith. What a privilege.